Sounds like Tuesday. Sounds like Tuesday night in Kensington, Maryland. Home of the Audible. I'm Ken Marangolo. He is Kevin Ricca. And no such thing as halfway Tuesdays, gentlemen. He is Tim Strachan. What's going on, my man? We're joined by Brian Stabby. We out here. We, that is correct. Oh, that is, that is correct. That is very yes. correct, sir. We are out here. This is the Audible. This is the DC Mess Around. A segment each week dedicated to our favorite hometown sports teams. We believe in our hearts that Washington, D.C. is the greatest sports town in America. And on a weekly basis, we tell that story. And I'd like to tell you a tale about a baseball team that's won 9 out of 11. I think something something along those lines before uh, going back, uh, you know, a few, uh, uh, four or five days before the All-Star break. Washington Nationals on a tear uh, re- made a trade, Kevin. I, I, I bore witness to that trade. Yes, you did. Celebration was tremendous. Sean Doolittle, Ryan Madsen, uh, both relievers, uh, and both both better than what we had uh, when they now that they're That's on. That's all we've been calling for. Mm-hmm. Not the all last deal. Been calling for. But there's a little bit more, right? Too. We do more. Oh, there's this huge cherry on top. It's finished yet. The first time it's forced tie-in. When a young man is born in Sioux Falls, is born and raised in Jersey to a tremendous father, a diehard Redskin fan, who instilled those Burgundy and Gold beliefs in him. Then he goes on to college, befriends Ryan Zimmerman as a teammate at UVA, and then comes back home. This is pretty exciting, man. I mean, what would do do at what would do do? He is... Under control uh, <laughs> by the Nationals for at least, what, two or three more seasons, I believe, mm-hmm. before he even gets to really arbitration year, or option year, if I'm not mistaken. Who? He's going to be here for a while. He's a left-handed reliever. Uh, and if the National League is going to go through L.A., which that's you know that's what the records currently suggest, uh, you have to have left-handed pitchers today – our bullpen is comprised of four lefties and three righties, hot players. Why on the baseball side of things do we know exactly what we're gunning for? Then we go and arm up with it. And we're not done. Kevin. And we're not done, and we haven't given up anything yet. A couple bucks. Learners can learners can scratch out a couple bucks. Uh, you don't you don't think losing Blake Tryon? No, no, he was done here. He was psychologically done here. I hope he. I hope he. He is great. He was. Con- he was considered to have some of the best stuff of he's, any. He, he was, he's throwing hundred. He's throwing hundred miles an hour right now, and he's With a monster. Movement. He's a monster athlete. He's far uh, too nice. But he was fried he's far here. Too nice. He was fried here. He did. It just did not. Yeah, he did not rise to the occasion. It's not the. It's not the New York media. Like, oh no, about, he put it on media. himself and his teammates. No, he kept saying, DC, "I'm so sorry." DC, They're so. I'm so sorry. I have to give him this 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 uh, situation again. Are you I'm calling very him sorry. mentally? Once frail? again, this result happens for them again. I'm so sorry because I'm so nice and God bless. Did, I'll root for him for the rest of his career. For yeah, it. I hope I'm so it. happy he won't be wearing. Uh, you're just saying you're stars saying and bars on Fourth of July when we have a fireworks yeah, display happening frail. at 4:45. He, he, like, okay. There's a difference. There's a big difference between playing for. A professional sports organization just looking to field a competent team on an annual basis and, and, and a team that is contending for a title. The Washington Nationals are a legitimate World Series contender, and some guys, you know, some guys uh, aren't good enough 
you know, to cut that cheese. Uh, it, cut, that cheese? Cut, cheese. cut that cheese. Cut that cheese. We gave Felipe Rivero to the Pirates last I year. I know. And it's worked out great for them. That's what these guys are thinking. I'm not saying that this is a bad move. I'm saying this is what they're thinking. We could possibly have a guy who throws in the upwards of 100 with sync movement. And he's I six what, just, six five. And he's a monster six. and a monster. great person in the community. So that's, replayed, that's their part. If we replay the last couple of weeks messing around, you'll hear us just sort of bemoaning the bullpen. And now they yeah. make a move. And now, now, yeah, this is this is. I think we're in a much better position now. Sean Doolittle is a absolutely left-handed asset. There. I mean. And and I I just don't think this can be it. I mean they they've got to make another well, move. But and by the way, Sean Doolittle. So the story goes that Rizzo called about Ryan Matson, who I guess has a little bit more closer chops, um, and that the Oakland Athletics became interested in including Sean Doolittle in a deal that would net them what they were looking for from us. Uh, which which if the story is true suggests that Rizzo wasn't actually looking for Sean Doolittle at all. Initially, it was Ryan Matson. That bothers me. I actually like Sean Doolittle in our bullpen a whole lot better than Ryan Madsen because he's a solid lefty, and we need we're we're short solid solid lefties. I'm not sold on Ryan Madsen as a closer. I'm not sold on the fact that we have a closer. You know, we we first of all we have no closer. we don't we have no closer. We do not. It's for the taking. Someone can step out there and and pick it up uh, and earn it, uh, and and maybe it's Madsen. Um, Maybe it's Coda. For well, he's not going to be back in time. I don't think he's going to be back in time to make a meaningful play on the job. My girl and Coda were drowning in a river. Wouldn't it be sweet if a DC GM made that just go for the jugular move and went out and got one of these nasty closers? Yeah, we can't. We can't afford. No, no. The the Toronto Blue Jays can afford whichever one we want. If we want to take one puncher swing at the World Series this year with Bryce Harper having another year left on his contract. Jason Worth's about to be done. We're going to use his postseason at bats. If you want to talk about Victor Robles, Trey Turner's coming around the corner. Our our, our roster is shaping up to be a team that should uh, maybe. Would you give up Victor Robles to get Osuna from Toronto? I wouldn't. He's a 22 year old left handed closer. I'm, I want to take an uppercut at this ring. Situation. For how how if, if don't they care. If if he with no more a prospect is a prospect because he's a prospect. Yeah, he's nothing yet. That has to be remembered. I know that, that we could lose out big on this. They Five did draw now, the line. Like, you would say to me, hey, Rick, a prospect is a prospect is a prospect. I'd say, you got it. You got a prospect. Trey Turner was off limits. Let's get a damn ring around here. And guess what? We just made a huge B move, a BB move, two Bs. We don't have an A. If we got to get an A, we are looking at Brad the possibility. Julio's an A in terms of he's, he could be a lock. He could be the guy who could dominate the seventh inning. If we even, a, he's not trade. an eighth, ninth inning guy right now. That's all. Me. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. where my grading scale comes from. Not in a prospect pickup. I'm so stoked. stoked. You know what, Kevin? I've Kevin, never said that before in my life. Stoked. You're I stoked. want someone to punch me in the face. I've I never said I'm so stoked before ever. So stoked. Ever. Uh, never once said that. Bag of chips. I've never said that. I've said that. Terribly, but I never said stoked. And it completely derailed. How do you just go to a podcast with your buddies and say stoked after 41 some odd years? Here's what I think the the hidden beauty of the whole. I don't even know how that feels like. I've never Basically, you have a situation where if Coda Glover does come back healthy, all of a sudden you might have the luxury of pitching a guy like him in the sixth or the seventh. That's insane. We're better. We're better than we were 
So at least is no, no, nothing to swing a stick at either. As a, as another lefty, I, I just have a hard time thinking they're going to pull a trigger on on a massive deal between. I'm just saying, how cool would it be? It's got to be a guy that's controllable. Let's go get a. Got to be able to have old man learner is 90 years old. I believe. I believe he's 90 ish. No, I said I don't. I'm not being disrespectful, Mr. Learner, but from somewhere. Mr. Lerner is not yeah, getting I, any younger. No, he's not. He's not getting any younger. No. You got to think. Maybe he's like, so, His kids so Mr. Rizzo, if mother. we get this, we can do that? Yes, sir. If we get this guy, you're Ozuna. You know I love Iglesias. A nasty-ass nasty for the end with these, this two edition plus what we got yep. to offer. Our roster is stacked, boys. So stacked, I'm going stack. The lefty closer is my number one priority, but I will tell you that I don't think that it's out of the question that Rizzo will target a starter uh, before the deadline, um, and not just a guy, and not just a rental. And here's a situation that's been uh, percolating that we've been talking about on that scraps, but it's also been we've been linked to the Detroit Tigers uh, are potentially looking for a spot for Verlander to go and in it before the deadline. That's and we are linked. In there, there are stories. I understand the reason why you want this to be a link. I certainly do. Of course you do. All of my... Of another my one of Ken's. That would be this is a three... Kick. This is a kick Kate up What are we going to do with that contract? Is Kate, Kate, Kate up going to stuff right. it into her push-up? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean... You think we could get three Cy Young... She doesn't have a push-up. ...on a single stack? <laughs> oh, I think there's a solid chance that if Detroit... It will trade them. And, they, and they've already... Detroit has indicated they, that they will be willing to eat some of the money that's that, that would... Uh, uh, Absorb some of his contract because his contract makes him a little bit untradeable. Yeah, uh, they send him out of the conference because they're out of their you know the American Division, League, yeah. so they don't have to deal with him. Uh, and, and you know, and so he can't come back and bite them in, in the butt. From that perspective, they give him a chance to win. This is a respect thing too. Verlander's a Hall of Famer. Justin yeah. Verlander's going yep. to the Hall of Fame. Yes, agreed. And he's got a relationship with Max Scherzer. He, he has a couple. He might have. He uh, he has a season left. He's coming back next season. To play baseball uh, for somebody. At this point in time, it's Detroit. Why, Mr. Verlander, why? I think that's going to be a very interesting possibility for the Washington Nationals in the next week. I, I, I urge you to keep your eyes open for Justin Verlander. In a, if it happens, jersey. if it happens, yeah. our listeners hear it here first. I urge you. They, hear, yes. they heard it here first. Oh, that's good. I said the last one before that. <laughs> no, one, best, no one has yeah, publicly said... Verlander, hashtag Verlander. Oh, Verlander's been out there. We've seen it. His contract is so gigantic. Detroit's going to eat some of that dough. No one has said it yet. And Ken Marangolo is the first one who suggested this. Listen, just listen to Brian Stabby for a second, Ken. I was outside for like half an hour. (laughs) This is getting ridiculous at this point. Here's the deal. Ken Marangolo has also tried to get Tony Easton to suit up for us this year. I got some Tony Easton taste. I have his card. I bet. You guys can... I just don't see anything big like that happening. I really don't. All right. Tony, I, that's Tony the thing. It's not that big, really. If you're listening, I still think they're, they're one more year away from no. actually really, truly oh being. Gosh. Why? See, well, who's one year away? Which, which they player? They're, they're the close. freaking Bronx Bombers, we have, dude. Winning it all? We have, T, we have the one, two, yeah. three. Uh, they have the best you know, hitters in the league. We have the Cy Young winner. We have the, the best ERA in the yeah. game and the fourth best ERA in the game yeah. and like the 11th best ERA in the game. As starting pitchers, That's we've got a force to be reckoned with. Our top four guys 
Hold on. I think I did. I think if my math oh, is correct. Oh, there's a little bit of research that went. I'm only saying I think my math is correct. I don't think they put Hold on. Piece They're on pace right. to have Harper 126 RBIs, Murph 125, Zim 113, Rendon 111. Those are the four. That's for a brute. Like, Ren- how? Rendon? Rendon didn't make the All-Star game, and he's yeah. a legitimate because, MVP. Because everyone else made it from our team. He is. These guys are on pace to hit well over 318, and everyone's on pace to hit over 34 home runs. Jesus. And how many, and how are we many kidding? of these guys are we getting back that are, have been injured? Well, I don't know. Those four. When Trey Turner comes back, yeah, you throw that straw into the drink. Yeah. Like, that's when, a, when that's, does he that's, come that's, back? The fact that they're doing from an IC to a long arm. He'll be, he'll be back in the middle of next month. Right now, and you got better guys coming? That's well, impressive. I mean, well, more seasoned guys. Now, getting work back. going to be tough because once you get in the playoffs, like a lot of things, it changes a little bit. You know, the pitching becomes extremely important. We have guys now. I'm not just talking yeah. about the yeah. in the postseason. The move from our is ball great. Yes. The move is great. We're still talking about the closer situation. Yeah, but, you know, they got Gio, who's finally pitching to his potential. So they have three legitimate starters. It's been awesome. So in a five-game awesome. series. Who was the last team to win the World Series that did not have a clear-cut closer? I don't know that answer. I don't know. You're not supposed to ask the question. You know I, I think mean? the question would be a, a badass because Madison Bumgarner was no closer, but that guy threw and every, I feel like he pitched in every game. Yeah, at some level. I think and then hit a couple dongs. Like, and he pitched in a celebrity. If you uh, have a badass, the, the yes, every game as you well. use him. And that's why the uh, Yankees are a little mad about the Chapman signing. Uh, Girardi's yeah, not they're complaining not, about he's how not, the Cubs used him every chance they possibly could the postseason, and that's affected this year for him. He's not well, done very well. Sorry. That's why you don't He's done away. pretty poorly. Good. Chapman and the Nats were, like, people were saying, oh, we should give up everyone we have to get Chapman. Yeah, we're not paying Well, we're if it came down to Trey Turner or Chapman, I said no chance that we would give up Turner for yeah, Chapman. Yeah, and look, it worked out. Yeah. We get how nice back. is that? How about when you come back and stir Turner in this cocktail? This is going to get nasty. Mm. The production at the eight slot from Taylor, who's been a badass, and Goodwin, who's obviously stepped up in his replacement. You got Mr. Clutch Weeders. You got Worth coming back with those postseason knowledgeable at bats. Oh. I don't care what he does, it's going to be 11 or 12 pitches. You got Bryce. You Harper. got Bryce Harper. Look, look to his hair is flowing. Uh, the hair is flowing. Man, this is the beauty of West Coast. The West Coast swing ball. on Tuesday nights in the basement. He, ba- he, he does everything. On West Coast swings, we get, yeah, we, got, we get live baseball. On oh, West Coast bad. swings, I'm really watching no. live baseball on West Coast. I'm really hockey on West Coast. Yeah, exactly. I love watching. You've had the same haircut since the first day of birth. I love how you were born as Boss Baby. I love how you still have the same haircut. Our podcast turns into the exact same conversation, the exact same dynamic as the patio. We have like. Three co- we have four people, but somehow we have three conversations going on. But we only have four people. I don't even understand it right now. Yeah, someone's talking to himself. This Usually is the best round to the highest degree. Listen, hey, the Washington Nationals are are legit. I, you know what? I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a a boomerang here effect here. Yeah. Uh, the Redskins have been in the news. We talked a lot about the Redskins, and you know what? I'm feeling too good about these Nationals. I'm feeling too good about what's happening in Nationals Nation. We're gonna keep. The Redskins conversation on all season on the break this week, and we're going to return and and come out on, uh, you know, the idea that our team is is without question uh, a legitimate championship contender. Um, for this year, and for the top come, three, and, and we're not going anywhere. Yeah, we're uh, again. 
you you tune in your TV on a nightly basis I'm to watch you watch the Nationals. The you sorry. get you get to watch your team win. Mm-hmm. This is an incredible. Incre- this is. A, I mean, listen. You don't, everyone's been hearing it from me, and, and no one cares because mm-hmm. they because I'm I'm a homer and I and I'm insufferable in that fashion. But I've been trying hey, to, what to does tell that you with baseball. No, I've been I've been I've hey, this talking. The statistical possibilities yeah. for this team uh, are are somewhat tremendous, and that and, and look how good the Dodgers are. I mean, the Dodgers are what thirty games over five hundred, but they I don't, the Astros. I don't think at the end of the, the day Mets. at one hundred and sixty two games when you measure up these teams. You're, it's gonna be you're gonna be hard pressed to do better than the Washington Nationals. And you know, Kevin, Kevin, you made the perfect. Uh, you know, you rounded out a point uh, from earlier in the night, which Thank perfectly, you. which was. I'm not sure what this is, but no, let him talk. If you get Thank you. also, Brian, yes, yes, say say what you mean. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to convince you. Yes, here we go. He's sucking up. Oh, Nats are scoring a The Nats are going to win this game. Thankfully, in the in, in late in this game out on the West Coast, um, I mean, damn it, Bryce Harper, you've just your hair and your and your and your waviness just derailed my entire my entire thought process on this whole issue. Seriously? Yes, seriously. We were just discussing the fact that you were chomping at the bit. Dude. Yeah, I hate his hair. I know. No, I know. And it just I it's think so he only said good things about his hair. It completes me. Luxurious. Everything about it is glorious and amazing and His wonderful. His hair hit 313 in minors. His hair is a 1,000 on base percentage. In his contract, his hair gets 1.2 mil. His hair is. It's a good deal. Is, is, is literally. Everybody's it, staring at me and talking about Bryce Harper's hair. This is creepy. Say something nice. No. His hair gets stud fees. About his hair? Female yeah. hair has sex with his hair to make. Other hair, gross hair babies. All right, all right. Okay, fair enough. We just we just got we just got one of those hair babies. uh, Ken Merkin Jr. (laughs) We found (laughs) we found the borderline. You were going out on a limb. Something about the net. Yeah, we didn't. We're about to get to like a crescendo question. Something about Bryce. Seriously, seriously, that question about crescendos because we talked about that in pre-production. I was more talking about maybe a denouement. But you know, if you want to go, if you want to go crescendo, obviously uh, that's fine by me. I'm, it's all vis-a-vis to me. It's, I mean, whatever. If uh, so, facto, Koji yeah. Toei goes soon. But, you know. What I'm yes, saying? and yeah, Ken's making a lot of sense. Carpe diem. Yeah, Washington yeah. Nationals yeah. are the, the Washington Nationals are rumored, and I think uh, rightly so, uh, to be in the market for a starter. And a point that I was making earlier is, if you have an offense that's as good as the Nationals' offense is, which is off the charts good. And you have three of the top ERA pitchers in the National League, which is a meaningful stat. Forget about wins and losses, which they also are, are doing very well in. And, and you have a Tanner Roark who's scuffling at 7-6 and six with a 4.9 ERA. Nice start in the back half. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you'd be willing to throw a warm body like Edwin Jackson or Jacob Turner or whoever. Turner's gone. Or, or, I'm just saying, whoever – Maybe you don't go with the fifth starter uh, down the stretch because you just feel like if I'm going to do that well with my top three, and I'm going warm body every fifth night with this offense, right. maybe you do, and maybe and maybe that gives you the maybe that's the tipping uh, the tip of the scale to going with an Asuna 
in the, out of the bullpen as opposed to a, st- a starter like Verlander. Oh, our, 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 our pro season has four starters maximum. Got it. Maximum. Max, maximum. Maximum. Oh. Right now. And right now, Roark is, is starting in the playoffs for us. Right now. He's a fourth starter. Playoffs started today. Roark starts. He, slash, he won that World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I know. I'm happy about him. And he always is good in the second half. He gets good when it matters. He's tough as nails. Tough first half for him. He'll be just fine. He's still seven and six. Yeah. He has one less win than Gio. I mean, yeah, but wins are useless. I know. No, no, no. I, I like five blown saves for Gio is ridiculous. I still love win loss records for starting pitchers. I think it's a good tradition. I think it's the right thing to do. If you get to the postseason and you have a number four pitcher who scuffled all year round and he's like thirteen and eleven or ten and six or eleven and nine. That's what you want out of your fourth guy. You want you want to just be on the right side of it. You want your you want your guys to show up that day for work with just a good feeling in yeah. their head that they're going to have a good chance to win the game. That's it. And if you're batting Bryce Harper, Ryan Zimmerman, Daniel Murphy, Anthony Rendon in a row, and you're throwing in guys like Weeders, you're throwing in guys like Taylor. I mean, you're just not going to get around our lineup. Do you guys want to fight the guy that's thirteen and twelve, or the guy that's four and one? Yes. No, but I'm right. taking everything I got let's, and let's go with the four and one. Let's go, let's go with your theoretical. Let's say Geo this year ends up he's got a really poor run support and has great ERA. So let's see he he gets one run of one run support and he has a one nine six ERA, which is what I think it was going into this week. Okay. No, no, he was in his two. wins. He's, he's over two, but that's okay. His, just, his wins don't matter. You still keep him in your top three pitchers, even if his win. To, let's say right. let's say Roark somehow manages to get more wins. He has like Gio. four blown saves, four legitimate. Oh, I blown understand saves. the fundamentals. So Gio, of in baseball. you pick Gio <laughs> over a guy who has five more wins than Gio finishes with because Gio is a better pitcher. It's yeah, but we're not arguing. It's a function of his offense. You're talking about the value of the win statistic. But the value of the win statistic to me, yeah. It, 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 I wasn't talking about that. Ken was talking yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a value in, in the sense of when you get down to the, the to the number four guy. I mean, to me, obviously, if Gio's going to keep these stats up, he's going to be a, a valuable left-handed pitcher uh, for us. Dude, Scherzer, Kershaw Sale. That's who has a better ERA than him Listen, today. Listen, you guys, in, I told in Major you. League Baseball. I was in the lobby with Gio at Summerhouse this uh, or, or very early this this off season. We had a whole conversation. Just my anniversary. We had a whole conversation together about it. I mean, uh, he had great hair too. Lance Hayden, not a fan of my interaction with Gio Gonzalez at at Summerhouse. He thought thought maybe uh, I over. Uh, you came in too hot. I can't. He thought maybe he, uh, he wasn't appreciative of the fact that I was appreciative of Gio Gonzalez staying in Nashville, which he announced to me in front of the Rice Krispie Treat covered chocolate chip cookies in the summer house. Oh, I got Did one of the plate size ones late for me. Those things are amazing. Oh, well, then let's get the hell out of here. I'm stopping off at your place. Uh, all right. Well, uh, no, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, I mean, like, I know. Did you? Did you guess? Summer house. When you saw him, I know. You know what I did? I was sitting next to my son. My son was sitting there. I looked at him. He was sitting, literally standing as far away as I am from you. And I looked at him, and I was like, "Gee, that's exactly what I said." Because I wasn't a hundred percent. Oh, seriously, Ken? I I wasn't a hundred percent. No, it's one of those things where you kind of like. I looked to the left of him, and that's I was a like, "Geo situation." I bet. Yeah. And I said, I wasn't sure if it was him. I was like ninety-eight percent sure it was him, but I wasn't sure. So I was kind of did one of these, and I was like, "Gee!" And he like looked at me, and I was like, "Hey, man!" You know, and I shook his hand and said, "Hey, are you? Uh, what's the story on you this year?" And he's like, oh, "I'm coming back this year. I'm coming back." 
and uh, that was the day that they announced that they had, you know, picked up the option, which was obviously they were going to do. Of course, Geos. It was oh, yeah, twelve okay. million bucks. Um, no Scherzer twenty strikeout, but he's been great. No. But the but even after they pick up the option, the, the idea of Gio Gonzalez and Cameron Angolo kissing each other twice in the cheek at Summer House is enough for me. Listen, here's the thing that I always say is that my takeaway from that encounter. The first thing that it, I want to know what G's takeaway from this encounter. Well, let me I'll, tell you mine first, and then you can guess can what we get G's Gio was. on the podcast. Gio, when I when Gio said I'm coming back this year, I'm pitching for the Nets this year, I showed genuine. Like excitement, I was like, I gave him like a yes. It was like a, like a, I was like, that's awesome. I'm, I, I was, I exuded excitement about that and fact. What did he show you? He looked probably lost. so happy to see that. I've never seen. I mean, I literally, I've, of all like the athletes I've talked to and, and interacted with, that was one of the most genuine moments of like, I can't believe it. he like he he came towards me. When I made that, he like came towards me <laughs> with an outstretched arm. No, don't come towards me. No. All right, we're getting Gio <laughs> on the podcast. He came no, towards me. Yeah. Almost to like embrace me. Almost to embrace me, Kevin Ricca. An arm came around my arm, right. and he was like, and he was like, thank you, man. Uh, that, it's awesome. You know, I'm excited too. You know, he was like, I'm excited about this. But he looked genuinely happy because if, if you recall, he was very popular. A name to be dangled out in a, a, you know, a change to our team. If you tell how yeah. excited everything got, you can't just drop a dangle. No, that's out there. that's awesome. Kevin, that's awesome. Yeah, he was he was like legitimately happy that I was happy yeah. that he was coming back to be a net, and and it was obvious in the lobby at Summerhouse. Okay, we had a moment. No, that's, there was cookies. That's involved. awesome. I think I think when Geo strikes out the side to win a game, he sits there and he goes. This must be how Ken feels when he nails it on a, <laughs> on a segment of the podcast. Oh, and we make like, Rice Krispie treats <laughs> with chocolate. If I was the last one and he was like, hey, I, I wanted that, I'd be like, Stab, don't sometimes, get so sensitive. sometimes it's fun to that. say, Ken Ford hot milk chocolate off Rice Krispies. I'm just upset that Ken's not calling Gio on the phone right now to get him to come. Just like nuzzle. See, this is what's creeping me out. We can't just just find these guys. That's what it sounds like based on Ken's interaction with Gio, where he fist bumped how excited he was he was coming back. Oh, no. Gio caressed the back of his head. It was open handed grasping. Ken has a family. Gio has a family. You can't hang out with anyone. Open handed grasping. O A G. To your lawyer, O A G. O A G. Yeah, <laughs> you're like taking a podcast to a podcast, and it's just it's not working. Ooh, a podcast, yeah, with Gio Some eggs, me and Gio are gonna go pee together. Be back in fifteen. We are in the sweatiest basement. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, that is formally podcast. Formally, formally known as the sweatiest basement. Yeah. Formally, uh, formally yeah, marketed. We're looking for a new a moniker. No, a new it's, moniker. we are. We are. It's Aaron, I'm room. sorry, Aaron. I'm, no, it's not us. just Aaron. It's a full family of women. With last names of the men that you're in fantasy. They don't like champagne room. Champagne room, baseball podcast. Everyone yeah. says it sounds like you guys are like promoting. There was a request down. to stop yeah. using. See, uh, there was a season. No, there wasn't. There was. There's never been. There's been multiple season desists by wives that you have overruled. No, I like champagne room. Everyone thinks you think your job of the hut and stuff. That's that's. Not after Facebook Live because they get to see what it looks like. Let me just also say that. All things that are part of this show are our team things. 
First and foremost. So Brian Stanley, and at the earliest let us keep moment, to this man right now. At the earliest moment that we detect I say job of the hut. Sorry. They were off message or off target. As a team, we get together and we and we decide on such things. And I just want to let the listening audience understand I'd vote against Ken. <laughs> that, that while I may not be unanimous, I may not be unanimous. I have a hidden idol uh, that I will play this week <laughs> and, and save myself. Um, but I will, let me just say this, T. Why you pick me out? Yeah, because you just called him out to the masses, <laughs> crazy. And look at me, I was like, no way, not on this, no. one, bro. <laughs> no way. Uh, uh, I answer everything honestly to the best of my abilities. I'm going to look back. I'm going to look back, and once again, I'm going to search for the for the for the formal for the formal request. (laughs) You know, just say sweaty. Yeah, champagne. Yeah. What's what's the third word you think of after sweaty and champagne? Because that's where we're at right now. Inauguration. There you go. Right. Sweaty champagne inauguration happened mm. on I'm getting more personal with January twentieth. Sweaty no. champagne. Sweaty. Champagne. champagne. There's no inaugurations in Kansas. <laughs> Stop saying champagne. Stop saying Stop. There's there's questions. Ken, you had a thought. Officially request. The, oh, see now can yeah, can you just the speak one into the, the, the second one that you were asking for? There no. was official request before. You just no. No. I, I, trust me. Hey, listen. Put your pants on. Both of you. I just want to say what? we have top guys combing the audio on a daily basis. Man, we ain't found <laughs> shit. <laughs> We're coming to desert. Listen. No. Here's what I propose. Here's what I propose. We close the segment. <laughs> on a weekly basis, we get together in this basement. Let's call it Tuesdays. Just, heard just before. I have two. So. <laughs> Why don't That's we right. agree to table the discussion tonight? Pick it up again next Tuesday. Pause. Pause. How about a pause? How about a pause? How about we? Well, there better be a dramatic pause, and there better be a Scooby Doo Volume Two situation. I don't know. It be a Scooby Doo Electric Boogaloo. Globetrotters on next week. What would do do? Part two. What would do do next week? What would do do part two next week? Hey, by, by the way, follow at what would you do? Because he's about to rip it up for us. Let's see what we got here from a little uh, profile. Ooh, taking us out. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us he out. is Brian Stabby. To play us out. To play us out. He is, Tim, dra- he is Tim Strachan. I love this mess around voice. He is Kevin Ricca. I just want to wrap that. I got it made so bad. But I'm out. I am Ken Marangolo. This was Audible.